Yes, well, I look at the fixture and I see Melbourne versus Brisbane last game of the season up at the Gabba. Now, I try to remember back to it. Is that, has that ever happened before? And I twigged in my mind. Yes, it has. 1995 was the year. Again, the stakes were not as big as Friday night, but very, very similar. Winner played in the finals and, well, one special football feat happened uh, that night at the Gabba. And, yes, as we alluded to, Mark of the Century was taken by our next guest, and that's Sean Smith. G'day, Smitty. How you going, guys? Oh, fantastic, mate. mate. Thank you for joining us. Um, what are your, yeah, what are your memories of uh, that game? Uh, well, it's a long time ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the head's been beaten around a bit over, over the years. But, uh, I, uh, yeah, I obviously remember we, we had to win that game to make the finals, and we lost, obviously, which was was uh, incredibly disappointing. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously that night <laughs> took... With that mark, and um, I just remember neither having a shot from from uh, you know, 50, 55 metres out or so. And, and Nathan Chapman, who was on me at the time, was sort of trying to cut off my lead, so he wasn't right on me. And um, yeah, he had a kick, and I thought if this drops short, I'll have, a, I'll have a crack at it. And uh, yeah, sure enough, he neither kicked it in the perfect spot. Obviously, neither reckon it was going through for a goal, but <laughs> tough, <you know. laughs> tough titties, uh, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, bad luck. Um, so yeah, and obviously, yeah, got the got the good ride. And uh, it's funny if you watch the video, uh, Nathan Chapman gets berated by um, Richard Champion because apparently his strict instructions was to stay on me, don't let me have a run at it, and obviously. Straight after the halftime break, <laughs> he's done a complete opposite. So uh, yeah, they weren't actually happy with him. So you're standing on Gary Lyon's head on this mark. Was there ever a high jumping? Do you ever think of doing that after footy? <laughs> well, I, I actually was a high jumper at school, um, but yeah, you know, my high jumping career was never really going to go anywhere when you're up against guys who are six foot seven. <laughs> um, so you're five, <laughs> yeah, you're seven inches behind the eight ball straight away. Um, so yeah, I yeah, um, I did it for athletics at school and that sort of stuff. But yeah, and always that was always a sort of a, a strong point that I had was a leap, and yeah, I tried to tried to use it as many times as I could. Smitty, it was here um, after taking that grab and sort of during the rest of that game. Do you recall? Any sort of the opposition players or even your teammates sort of giving you a bit of a wink and saying, "Well, that was pretty special." Or? I know if you if you watch the video, there's a two guys on the fence. Um, they had about sixty five cans, and um, they were fair <laughs> to say they were they were a bit munted, and they were just going berserk um, about. It. And I said, "Oh, must have been a good one." Um, and then you. Yeah, for the next few minutes, you can see people running to the back of the stands because there was no, um, there's no screen there because it was being knocked down. I think because of the new sand, and so no one could see the replay. So people were running to the back of the stands where the TVs were to have a look at it, and all you heard in the crowd was "Oh!" <laughs> oh! I'm thinking. <laughs> I remember uh, Adam, Adam Uze did come up to me. He goes, "Mate, that was pretty, that was pretty good." <laughs> yeah. 
It was amazing because also that, that it was the lady that took that photo as well and the flash going off at the same time. I mean, that, 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 does that make it better, you reckon? It, it certainly does, but unfortunately it's the only photo taken of it. There yeah. is, you know, there's 500 bloody reporters there. They're all down the other end taking photos of Roger <laughs> Merritt apparently because it was, you know, it could have been his last game. As it turned out, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not one reporter got a photo of a professional photo. But I, the funny thing about that, the, the, the girl's name is Nicole Lovelock, who, mm-hmm. who I actually do, used to do business with her family in Mount Gambia with the furniture store or something. It's, yeah, sort of quite ironic. Um, but it was actually her first game of AFL. Oh, wow. Um, so she thought she'd just take a few snaps for, for a few memories. And she just um, got this perfect moment, like the, the, yeah. the time you took it. Like, it was incredible. If she was standing up in the crowd, you'd be unlucky if you sit behind her. <laughs> That's true. That's amazing. Oh. And uh, what, what do you think of uh, the high flies at the moment? I saw a little uh, sort of graph today, actually, that uh, the nominations for Mark of the Round in the last 10 years, that um, Jeremy Howe actually has more nominations than some clubs have in total. Yes. You'd be yeah. liking his work. I mean, thank God for Jeremy Howe, otherwise the, the spec he'd be dead. You know, it's... Um because it's obviously a possession game now and kicking long down the line is sort of a bit of an no-no and, you know, all these sort of things. And, and I think a lot of players now, you know, they, especially backmen, uh, they, they run up and they just want to punch the ball and they'll be on their own and they'll double-fisted over the boundary line. You go, would you just mark that? You know, it's sort of, it is frustrating. But, uh, yeah, thank God for Jeremy Howe because, you know, even as a backman, he's still taking hovers, which is awesome. No, oh, it is. It is. Uh, what, what are your What are our thoughts on the uh, current days? I know you got your, your son Joel at the footy club. Um, yes. uh, tell us uh, how's the ride been for you the last couple of years? It, it's fair to say it's uh, one gene I have passed on to Joel is the injury gene. <laughs> yes. um, unfortunately. unfortunately, but yeah. the, the poor kid just needs a um, just needs a run at it. Yeah. You know, it, it just seems to get. You know, string five, six games together and then he, wham, it's not, not like a, you know, a little two-week injury. It'll be like a ten-week injury. Yeah, yeah so I've, yeah, he's not through, not through lack of training. The guy trained his, trained his ass off. And, and he, oh, he can play as a game. He's a sensational footballer. Yeah, we just, I see, he just needs, needs a bit of a go and he's played forward uh, last two weeks at Casey. I'm excited about because I actually reckon Joel's a, uh, is a forward, just, just his attributes that he's got, and I just think, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. And if you can play both ends, well, that's always a bonus for the team as well. Well, very true. And he, and he, and he also can jump as well. So, I mean, you've also passed that on to him. Yeah, well, he, a couple of times he'll have a big leap and he'll go, oh, did you see that? Did you see that as well? Well, it's not a high jump. It's called marking, mate. You've got to mark the ball as well. <laughs> And you, you mentioned earlier that too you've had your knocks and um, you also had uh, the concussion issues yourself. Obviously, that's uh, being played out in the media at the moment with um, the Paddy Cripps bump and a few other things. How are you seeing that being handled at the moment? Well, I, I mean, I think the AFL have just got to come out and go, yeah, we've got a massive issue. Um, uh, because 
Last week's then, uh, Patrick Cripps um, obviously getting the two weeks by the AFL, then they argued it down, you're free to play. Um, and we still see Calamar Chi, the Brisbane player that he that he bumped into or got into, that uh, he's still out uh, with concussion symptoms. Yeah. Were you angry uh, it, at all? Or what, what are you... Oh, well, I'm, it, it's a fine line. I'm saying, you know, there's not going to be any concussions in the game. It's, it's, a, it's a collision sport. It's not a contact sport. Um, you know, the guys are fairly... Well built nowadays, and they hit harder and faster. And um, I think what Cripps did, you know, going by the rules of the game and what other people have been not rubbed out for, should have been rubbed out. But to me, it's a contest, and you know, it was careless without being intentional. Um, maybe uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't work out the way. <laughs> no, 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 no one can. It's, un- it's unfortunate that uh, you know. Which gets off and the other bloke is probably going to miss two or three weeks. Um, so it's, you know, in, the, in my day that would have just been play on. Yeah, true. You know, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> which I'm glad those days don't exist anymore. I, I got shirt front of one day and I ruptured my liver. Actually nearly killed me. Oh, God. And, um, <laughs> and then it knocked me out as well. And it, it was a massive shirt front of us. So I didn't even get a free kick. So, uh, <laughs> who was it? Do you remember? Thank God, thank God, those uh, those days are gone. Do you remember who it was? I was a guy, a guy called Mark Hunter, like he understood, oh, yeah. and yep. you know, it wasn't it wasn't anything dirty. It was just hit the shoulder. It was going the ball, and um, yeah, you know, we've we've met up a bit. We have a laugh and a joke about it now, but that was just the way the game was played back then. Yeah. Um, and I think AFL done a good job to clean it up. Uh, you know, especially the, the blokes who. You know, we're, we're good at picking blokes off with their head over the ball. Uh, with Mark was just my stupidness, not not having good vision. <laughs> oh, it happens. Because <laughs> um, uh, Mark, Mark, Mark Hayden was a very fair player and pretty hard at it. Wasn't much of him, but did he hit hard? So, um, but yeah, it's, that's all in the past, thank God for that. But um, yeah, unfortunately, there's going to be concussions in games. Um, and you can't really rub someone out because someone's been concussed because the outcome shouldn't shouldn't uh, um, you know deem the, the punishment side of things. No, and if it's dirty and the guy gets knocked out, oh yeah, you throw the absolute book at him. But oh. um, but yeah, I could talk about it for hours. Oh, agreed. It's good. It's good to get your point of view on it. But on a lighter note, uh, we had Russell Robertson on the show uh, a while back, and he does a lot of organising for the past players. You get an invite down there, and they're, they're good days. Yeah, the past players are good days. Yeah, 
past phase, that's one thing uh, Melbourne do do very well is including their past players and um, I guess it's something many, many years ago probably wasn't as good as it should be but, um, you know, Spike Harris and a few guys really drive it pretty hard you're always getting emails and uh, um, not that I've been to a lot just recently but, um, but yeah, you're always getting invites to go and it's always good to catch up with the blokes. Oh, I bet, I bet. And uh, look, that, one of the better Melbourne teams I've seen, uh, Sean, was uh, uh, was the '98 Melbourne side. I know you probably got uh, couldn't quite make it into that finals team back then, but that was a really good season by the Footy Club. Um, what are your what are your memories of being Neil Danaher walking into the club for the first time? Um, I, I thought Neil was an awesome coach up until he gave me the ass. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all fairness. Um, and Neil, Neil did turn the club around. He he actually simplified footy for us. Um, like we actually did like exams and stuff that we had to work out about what we're doing. But it actually made the game quantifiable and stuff, and mm-hmm. almost simplified it. Sort of made it technical, but it simplified it. We knew where everyone was running and all this sort of stuff, and it was sort of the start of professional footy because we were training at you know. At, at midday, when normally you'd be training at four o'clock, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I mean, we'd have all day off, and yeah, blokes worked, so they had to take time off work, and um, but yeah, he was a very good coach, and um, you know, obviously he's an awesome, awesome fella, and um, you know, and and not just as a coach, but he, the work he did behind the scenes at Melbourne to save that club is. Uh, is you know, sort of underrated and unknown for what. Yep. No. Um, you just have to talk to Robo about it. He was there, obviously, um, he was there uh, right next to him while he was doing it and stuff. So, and actually, Robo, <laughs> Robo was the reason I got the arse. So I would never, never let Robo forget about that. <laughs> so um, we're going to let you go because we've got this young kid, Robinson, we're going to have. So, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Very good. Uh, now, we, we spoke to Gary Moorcroft last year um, on, on this show and uh, we're talking about his great mark over um, in 2001. Um, he, he got a bit injured after hitting the ground um, from jumping um, in that grab. But uh, did you get any injuries or feel the effects after jumping four metres in the air? <laughs> I, actually did, I actually did hurt my back. Um, yeah, it was sort of... It was, you know, playing up for the rest of the game, sort of a bit of a pain down the down my right leg and um, you just get through it and then yeah when I uh, yeah, got back to the motel it was uh, yeah it was, it was pretty sore so, but um, <laughs> but worth it really. worth it very good so <laughs> was there a review of the was there a review like on the Monday you had a review with the coach and, mad Monday. and he uh, oh, I suppose it would have been mad Monday but was there any any sort of words from the coach not long after there was a special moment um, oh, I really can't remember. I know um, I know. after the game, obviously, we're disappointed, but blokes have come mm. up and they just go, wow, Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable. You know, it's sort of a double-edged sword, you know, like, you, you, you know, we're devastated with Mr. Finals, yeah. but Dick Dang is sort of going, oh, yeah, I think something's uh, pretty good just happened then. Did you, quarter. did you win anything? From it? I want a car. I want a oh, car. Well. There you um, go. That's better than what they're giving uh, away. This, these, oh, these no. <laughs> The funny story about the Mark of the Year is when Mark, uh, Nick Nat Nui won it. Yeah. 
normally it's Mark of the, you know, Mark of the Year got a car. He won a year supply of wheat picks. Unlucky. Completely unlucky. So, um, oh, look at over the car in 95. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, like, I, I did put it on my tax return too because they did check down the track, the tax department. Oh, wow. Uh, they did a big order, apparently, and they caught a few out. So, um, but anyway, that's another story. <laughs> what type of car was it? Uh, it was a Mitsubishi Magna V6. Oh, classic. Go, yeah. which, I, which I guess, you know, at the moment seems pretty nerdy, but back then it was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Hey, Sean, we might have to leave it there, mate, but uh, it's been great to chat uh, to you about that, Mark. I know there's some conjecture around it, whether, you know, Gary Ablett Sr.'s Mark over Purdy no, or Chez's in the no, 1970 grand no, final or no. anything like that, you know, it was better than yours. I very much doubt it. But uh, so glad you took that, Mark, mate. Yep, thank, thanks a lot, guys. Not a problem. Thanks, Appreciate it. There we go. Sean Smith, uh, former demon and the kangaroo as well yeah. in the early days. And, and no doubt, no doubt about that, Mark.